0: salutations everybody welcome back to at the half with your girl jackie ray thank you so much for joining me if you're listening to me on itunes make sure you hit that subscribe button or if you're listening to me on soundcloud wherever make sure you subscribe if you're watching this video on youtube hit that subscribe button and that thumbs up and the notification bell so you hear every time i post some new content um and don't forget to follow me everywhere on social media specifically instagram at jray now listen <laughs> check the receipts Because I told you, I told you, if you guys watch me on the fumble every weekday morning on our live show, I told you that the NFL was going to stay the racist course. They literally have the Rooney rule in place to help diversify the league. They took enough step forwards to make people go, oh, we're making progress. And now they have regressed. Not a big surprise there, especially considering how they blackballed Anyone and everyone who was in cahoots was Colin Kaepernick and his desire to make police do the right thing. So it's not a big surprise. But yesterday, or whenever you're listening to this, so on Tuesday, the NFL voted on this new plan to basically add some assistance. It wasn't to change the Rooney Rule. It was basically to add some assistance to the Rooney rule. Basically, it was going to give you a third-round draft pick um if you hired a head coach or a GM who was a non-white person. So it would let you even move up like 16 spots um to get that third-round draft pick. Just, you know, a lot of hoopla basically because for two reasons. One, similar to the Rooney rule it was just one of those things where you know you 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 have they want you to interview non-black or i'm sorry non-white candidates for any open positions that you have um the new bamboozled rule that's what i'm calling it this new bamboozled rule would say hey you know if you take that interview one step further because now you know we never forced you guys to hire black people in a league that's predominantly black, but owned by old white people. And we've never forced you to, you know, hire qualified people for these positions. So now, even though we're not gonna make you do it, we're gonna say, if you do do it, we will give you a third round draft pick. Nobody's gonna do that. Yes, you get some gems in the third round. Russell Wilson went in the third round. Dak Prescott went in the fourth. Um, Tom Brady went super late. Uh, Tony Romo went undrafted. So I'm not I'm not hating on the third round at all. I, I definitely think there are some diamonds in the rough, some, some people that are stars in the making in the third round. That's not my point at all, though. My point is, why the hell did they think this was going to work? That's my point. The Rooney rule didn't work when you kind of just gave them a gentle nudge and said, hey, you know, if you think about not being racist, that would be cool. Why do you think this was going to work? Number one. And number two, as black people, oh my God, I, I get tired of saying this whole thing, but let me just break this down for you. As black people, we don't want your handouts. There's no black person that I know, yes, we know as black people, we have to work twice as hard to get half the credit. That's not our rule. That's non-black people's rules. It's been that way since the dawn of time. It'll be that way until the end of time, until we figure out a way to unite and start forcing people's hands. That's number one. The fact that there's, it it just doesn't make mathematical sense for the league to not be diverse as far as these head coaching and GM positions it doesn't make an ounce of sense that's low-key why I'm a Dolphin fan not a fan fan but when I saw them in the in the last draft and everybody was black I was like okay I'm gonna have to roll with the Dolphins at least a little bit but nonetheless on Tuesday they voted against it so let's talk about why the, what, what the NFL is saying on Tuesday, the NFL took steps to increase racial diversity in the league's leadership ranks, but stopped short of adopting the most aggressive measure under consideration. Um, Roger Godell wanted to make sure that everyone knew. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but boy, sometimes I feel bad for Roger Godell because he just gonna get it. So he had to let everyone know, Hey, 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 we didn't reject it. It's just tabled. Look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't know why y'all expected them to change their mind. The NFL has had a problem with black people since the dawn of the NFL. So we had to convince them that we were smart enough to be quarterbacks. That's still a stigma that is around. And if you don't think it is, I don't know what rock you live under. I don't know why you're in this kumbaya. Racism Racism is a thing of the past when we got literally a racist, homophobic man in leadership. I don't know why you think that. I don't know why you think that when we literally have a black man, Ahmad Aubrey, that was hunted down by white people just because they could, and nobody did anything about it until we got mad. I don't know why you think we live in a post-racist society, but let me assure you, not a fact at all. I know some of y'all got mad when I said black people can't be racist. This is why. We can't create this kind of drama for other races. We simply cannot do it. And I think it is embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing on two fronts. I think it's embarrassing for the old white men who own the NFL who still have these racist ideals who are going to pass these racist ideals down to their children and they're gonna pass it down to their children. I think that it's embarrassing that this is never going to stop. I also think black people in the NFL, y'all need to be embarrassed. You just do. We make up over 70% of the league. This ain't an ask, y'all. It's not an ask. Get your ass up and walk out. There's no football without us. We ain't asking y'all. We telling you. I, 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 I had the same frustration with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. We're like, oh, let's look. I personally am I'm the last black person on the face of the earth that's on team asking, crying, and praying. That's not who I am. I'm about action, and I am telling you, when you are the majority in this league. Asking people to do the right thing? That's the part that pisses me off. We ain't even asking you to do extra. We ain't even asking you to do more than you supposed to do. We asking you to do the right thing. And y'all have refused to do it time and time again. And you know why you refuse to do it? Because you know we ain't gonna do nothing about it. That is embarrassing, Black people. That is embarrassing. If y'all don't figure out a way to get together and band together and say, you know what, damn you and your little racism... Look, you all about making money. You all about going all over the world. You want us to be in Europe. You don't give a damn about us flying these long-ass trips on Thursday night that you know the team that's traveling is most susceptible to, A, losing and injury. You don't give a damn about that. You don't give a damn about sending us across the pond. You don't give a damn about that. You give a damn about money. So you need to create two more teams. Yes, I said it. Two more expansion teams that are fully owned by Black people. We don't need your little handouts. We need ownership, period. And let me tell you something, if you think it can't happen, watch when 70% of your players walk out and say, until this happens, we're not playing. I'm telling you, people don't respond to, oh, could you, would you please? People don't respond to that at all. Y'all need to do something. Stop sitting around and asking. This This is embarrassing. I understand that I'm a little angry about that, but quite frankly, I am tired. I am tired of living in a world where we make up the majority of a league that's making all these old racist white men money and they say, you know what? We're gonna table hiring you guys for right now because it's just not that important to us. I am tired. My dad used to tell me this all the time and I have lived my life by it because I have found it to be true. People don't treat you the way you want them to treat you. People treat you the way you allow them to treat you. The second, if you're in a relationship and you stop letting that man do whatever the hell he want to do, he's either going to go on about his way and find somebody else who will, or he's going to change his ways. It's one or the other. It's never anything else. People treat you the way you allow them to treat you. We are in these perpetual situations of asking and pleading and crying and praying because that is what we are allowing to happen. It's on us now. Make the moon is all I'm going to say about that. But <laughs> I know that's not what a lot of you wanted to hear, but I don't care because I said what I said and I meant it. So what we're going to do, though, is we're going to move on real quickly to the coronavirus um, and its impact on sports. Now, I know you guys have heard that Governor Newsom here in California is talking about letting, um, you know, we're going to return to sports in some way. We talked about this a little bit on the fumble. Again, if you aren't watching the fumble, you're missing out on a lot. We have a lot of fun on the fumble. um, But we talked about this a little bit. And, you know, I, I personally am in one of these positions where I understand it, you know, especially when all of us across the board. I am still working. I still have income coming in. I still have plenty of money to put away in savings, pay my bills and things of that nature. But now it's more of a budget because my salary has been cut. So, that's me on this level. When you when I look at people even in the building that I live in, there are people that you can see the panic in their face because they're no longer getting income. Yes, uh, the government is sending them money, but let me tell you something about that. I understand the worry about that. (laughs) Government money is like magic. It always comes at a price. So I just don't, I understand the panic about that. So I am not gonna give any politician, including Idiot 45, when they say, look, our economy is impacted. We need to figure out a way to return to some normalcy. And I feel that because of this. Number one, I am not a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the coronavirus. Do I think that the government is fully capable of exploiting this situation to their benefit? Absolutely. Do I think that they're doing that? Kind of. Does it matter to me? No, because at the end of the day, we need to keep ourselves safe. We need to do the smart thing. If the smart thing is isolating and wearing masks out in public, that's what we need to do. I also understand the mental strain of the environment we are currently living in. I I definitely understand that. I, I read the other day that there's been a spike in domestic violence, but there's been a decrease in child abuse cases supported. And that's concerning because they're thinking, oh, now these kids are just trapped and they're isolated at home and there's no one they can talk to to tell about these things. And there's no one who can pick up on these things as far as teachers and things like that. So I understand that as a people, we are not designed to live this way. We are designed to have outlets like movies and sports and entertainment to just relieve some damn stress. I get that. I personally am losing my mind without basketball, especially as a LeBron James fan. This is supposed to be my year where I'm getting another, I'm saying I'm like it's me, but yes, Me and uh, all of us who dwell in the kingdom, this is supposed to be our year. And it's discouraging to to work for all that and it's gone. It's discouraging that we have to have online graduations for these kids who've worked so hard and now they can't even walk. They couldn't go to prom. All of that is discouraging. So I'm not going to badmouth anybody who wants to get us back to some sense of normalcy. I understand Richard Sherman who kind of came out and said, hey, it's not about you know, the health of the players, it's about money. Yes, it is, because I am so sorry. Money makes the world go round, literally. <laughs> well, maybe not literally, not scientifically, but figuratively speaking, money legit makes the world go round. And yes, I I, I get both sides of it. I understand that we, we just have, um, you know, Von Miller had, the virus. And nobody said anything about that. And that bothered me, um, because he also has asthma and he's in, um, he's black (laughs) and we are the ones that are hit disparagingly harder about that. That bothered me. So then, yeah, so we have, we have Dexter Manley, um, who was hospitalized after testing positive for the coronavirus. Um, Now, he's apparently getting better. But uh, yeah, once you're hospitalized, that is a scary thing. So when you're talking about I think baseball, in my personal opinion, baseball is the only sport that I would say, hey, whatever, if you're going to do no fans in the stands, go ahead and send baseball back because it's not it's not that much contact in baseball. Pitchers mounds, you got first base, second base, third base, home base. Um, change the dugout so not everybody's sitting in the dugout, maybe um, so they're a little bit more spread out, and there's not a lot of contact, you know, between the players. I feel like baseball can come back right now, and it'll be fine. I don't think we would hear about any new outbreak of cases if, of course, you can confirm no one has it going into it. You you do pra- you practice some sort of isolation. I think that would be fine. Um, I think football is probably next, even though they're close in, in proximity, they wear a lot of protective gear anyway, in my head. Uh, but see, the problem is, let me tell you, as I try to exercise <laughs> with that mask on, there is a point where it becomes very difficult and uncomfortable to breathe. And some, when I'm exercising outdoors, not inside, because obviously I'm not wearing then, but When I'm exercising outdoors, there has been a few times where I've had to either take my mask off and say, screw it and just continue or just have to cut it short because it's just it doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm suffocating. So I don't know. Maybe we can get them some sort of special mask. I see some people wearing these masks with ventilators. I haven't really looked into that, but it it looks like a logical thing to do because you're getting more oxygen. I don't think it's healthy to be breathing back in the air that you're dispensing, the CO2. You shouldn't be sucking that back in. So I think that maybe there's ways that we could make football a little safer um, without changing the game. Basketball, unfortunately, although that is the main sport that I want to come back right now, I, I just don't know how you make that work with without any risk um, because players are still going to have to go home to their families. Families are going to still be living their normal lives who know that who they come in contact with. And I think my concern is if we do open up everything to sports and we do have this second wave, like Dr. Fauci says is coming, does that mean we have to close back down again? If we close back down again, then what's the point? What's the point in building up all that steam just to close down again. I think ultimately, none of us really know what's coming next. So do you err on the side of caution and keep everything closed and keep this financial downturn? Do you keep that going? Or do you hope for the best, open us up with enough knowledge that we can protect ourselves so we can start earning income and get back to some normalcy? I don't know. I'm not going to say I know that one. I, I, I get that that's a difficult position to be in. So I guess I want to hear your thoughts. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead and go over to my Instagram page at jraythefanatic and let me know what you think. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment below and let me know what you think. Because I honestly have to say, this is a rock and a hard place. I think strong opinions that say, let's stay closed. I think they're right. Strong opinions that say we need to open up. I understand that too. I'm just gonna go ahead and be Switzerland on this one and I'm gonna default to what the majority of you guys say because I honestly don't know. So let me know your thoughts on that. All right, so before we get out of here, I know I touched on this earlier, but I just I just want to kind of get your guys' opinion on this because I am I am baffled, truly baffled at the number of non black people who feel like Ahmad Aubrey should have just complied with some random ass strangers who were chasing him with a shotgun. Um, He should have just complied and he wouldn't have been killed. That troubles me. Um, I've also seen people say, now here's the thing. If you guys don't know this story, let me give you the background. Um, The Louisville Metro Police Department is using the fact that a man who was trying to defend his woman against what he thought were predators breaking into his home as a reason to file charges against him. Um, So police in Louisville issued a no-knock warrant. means they didn't knock. They just busted in, guns blazing. I don't even care if they said Louisville police. I'm telling you right now, somebody busts in my front door with guns blazing in plain clothes. I don't even know if it would matter if they were in uniforms to be honest, because at that point it's fight or flight. I'm in my home. I know you're not supposed to be here. I know I locked that damn door. Why are you in my house? I'm, I'm definitely firing off some shots, period, point blank, give a damn how you feel about that. But if you've invaded my home, yeah, you're going, you're going to catch some of these, some of these shots. <laughs> so they issued a no knock warrant on the home busted in, um, it was on the wrong house, first and foremost. So Kenneth Walker is the boyfriend of Brianna Taylor. They're in the house watching TV, Netflix and chill maybe, and wham, in comes Louisville PD in plain clothes, guns drawn and pointing guns at the family. I I'm with Kenneth Walker on this one like I said, I'm assuming break in. If I got a gun handy, I'm firing off as many as I can. Um which is what he did. They ended up killing Brianna. They shot her to death. Um, and now we can't even really, so, so now forgive me for rubbing my temples because now we're back on, we can't even march, cry and pray, which is our typical narrative. Like we want to, because now we got to worry about Kenneth Walker. I want to read to you a statement, um, from the fraternal order of police president, Ryan Nichols. Because the judge has released Kenneth Walker on on to house arrest and he's let him out of jail, which is what he should do. Self defense. This is some bullshit. I'm sorry. I know I never curse on here, but this is straight up bullshit. You can't just y'all y'all can't just keep hunting us. This is some bullshit. It's to the point now where I'm not even entirely sure that you didn't intentionally do a no knock warrant on the wrong house just to shoot some black people. That's where we at in this country right now. But And you know why I am not going to really deviate from that thought process? Because the Fraternal Order of Police president, Ryan Nichols, should have said, this is a horrible event. We went into the wrong home. A man tried to defend himself against what he thought were um, criminals breaking into his home, especially in this day and age. And we killed the woman he loved. This is a tragedy beyond tragedy. There is no apology that we can say that will ease his pain. There is no apology that we can say that will ease the distrust Black people in America have for the police. All we can say is we are sorry and we are going to do whatever we can to do better. Yo, if I heard an apology like that, I'd be like, what the, okay, well damn. It would be hard for me to believe that that's not sincere because that sounds sincere. This sounds like he's just a black guy. Damn him. They're all evil predators. That's what this sounds like. So let me let me read this to you. And I'm gonna try to read it all in, in one thing because Lord knows every time I read it, I get pissed. So he says, yesterday, Judge Olu Stevens released inmate <laughs> Kenneth Walker on home incarceration. The fraternal order of police condemns this judge's actions. Just one week ago, this man violently attacked our officers and was charged with attempted murder after shooting a sergeant. Not only is he a threat to the men and women of law enforcement, but he also poses a significant danger to the community we protect. LMPD officers put their lives on the line every day protecting, (laughs) protecting the citizens of this community. Judge Stevenson's actions are a slap in the face to everyone wearing the badge. His actions place our community at risk of further violence. While we understand some of the current needs of our local corrections facilities, we must sound the alarm now. Home incarceration was not designed for the most violent offenders. I call on the public to condemn the actions of Judge Stevens and support your Louisville Metro police officers and protect your community. I really can't stand y'all. All All right, so look, I'm not even going to really, because I'm too angry at that whole entire dissertation to truly articulate my thought process. And I'm aware of that. I can't even read his statements without my blood pressure going up. It is the most disrespectful racially motivated hate speech I have ever heard ever. Neither one of these people have ever been con- convicted of any crime. Neither one of them had drugs in the home like which which was what the no knock warrant was for when you went into the wrong damn house. Y'all didn't even Lord, let me let me just read you how I really feel about this situation because this actually, for those of you guys who don't know, Malcolm X is my personal hero. He's my personal idol. Um, there's nothing more I should say about that, but he has a quote that I posted on my Instagram, um, on Tuesday, which was his birthday, May 19th. And I said this, because this is his quote. This is how I feel about this specific situation. He says, I don't believe this is when he was asked. Um, so somebody asked him, are you in agreement with Dr. King's nonviolence? And Malcolm X responded. He said, I don't believe in any kind of nonviolence. I believe that it is right to be nonviolent with people who are nonviolent, but when you're dealing with an enemy that doesn't know what nonviolence is, as far as I'm concerned, you're wasting your time. Listen, people, y'all can do with this information what you want. I said it before, I'm gonna say it again. People treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Our plan of attack 100% of the time when this happens is to march, cry, and pray. My question to black people is they don't care about your life. What makes you think they're gonna care about your tears? Look, I'm gonna say this again. <laughs> they don't care about your life. What makes you think they care about your tears? But I'm gonna leave it there. Y'all do with it what you want. But I'm just saying right now, they're gonna convict this brother for trying to defend, defend himself. These cops that killed this woman have been reassigned. They're not even on the typical paid administrative leave. They've been reassigned. Louisville is saying, oh, we're going to, kind of redo how we do no knock warrants they don't give a damn about this woman they don't give a damn about this black man all they care about are these white officers being exonerated for once again killing a black person so I'm gonna ask you one more time and I need y'all to really comment below because I need y'all to help me understand because clearly I don't get it they don't care about your life why should they care about your tears why tell me why and when you can explain it to me in a way that I that I understand, I'll, I'll march with you. Again, I have marched several times. My feet are tired. What's plan B? <laughs> That's what I wanna know. Oh Lord Jesus, it's not funny. It's not funny at all, but I am so frustrated and I am so tired. And the fact of the matter is, is, is it's on us now. It, it is literally on us because now this is what we are allowing to happen. How are we going to stop allowing this? How are we going to stop this dead in its tracks? I have an idea, but I'll keep that to myself. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Once again, I am Jackie Ray. Make sure you follow me on all things social media at JrayTheFanatic. Give this video a thumbs up if you're, some of y'all won't, (laughs) some of y'all gonna go right into the comments. This is what I know for sure. Y'all gonna go right into the comments and say something stupid. Like what about black on black crime? Y'all need to stop killing yourselves. Let me tell you something. Y'all need to Google. Google is your damn friend. And just because you're reading on the internet, I know that doesn't make it true, but you know, do some damn research. Black on black crime, not a real freaking thing. Okay. It is not. Black people kill black people the exact same rate as white people kill white people, because you know why? Crime has nothing to do with race when it comes to that. It is about proximity. People kill where they live. You know how I know that? I watch Snap every single week. Do you know who I don't see on there a lot? Black people. You know who I see on there all the time? White people. Killing white people at the same rate as black people kill black people. Stop saying that dumb shit. It's getting ridiculous. Educate yourself, or at least preface your comment with, hey. I'm kind of a racist. I don't really like black people. I think y'all do everything wrong. I think y'all are just killing yourself for no reason. I don't understand that you got food deserts. I don't understand that you're being policed by white people. That should not be a thing. We should only be policed by people who are from that community who understand that community that should be a thing if you're not gonna say that to me then don't say nothing in my damn comments because frankly y'all getting on my nerves (laughs) all right y'all with that i'm gonna get out of here once again follow me on all things social media jerry at the fanatic make sure you come back here next week at at the half and i will see you next week